You're listening to the Eastside Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. This sermon was recently preached at our church. We want to encourage you to visit our website at eastsidesf.com. Now, enjoy today's sermon. Uh, Let's stand for the reading of the Word of God, and you can follow along with me if you would. I have you stand out of respect for the Bible, and uh, also stretch a little bit, because you never know how long I'll be. Uh, Jeremiah 18, starting in verse 1. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again, another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. And when the word, and then the word of God came to me saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. Let's go, Lord, in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this precious book that you've given to us. The old King James Bible, Lord, I'll, they'll have to pry it out of my cold, dead fingers to get it away from me. I thank you for the, the longevity of it, the inerrancy. I thank you for preachers that preach it, churches that stand by it. Preachers and and churches that shout amen when they get all excited for the Lord. Lord, we ask for your presence to be felt in this service this evening. And Lord, use me. Don't let it be my words, let it be thine. And change us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Here we find, uh, it says, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Well, uh, the word has to come from God, amen? Amen. Uh, thank God that God, it's God's breathe. God, uh, it's inspired. It comes right from the heart of God. And I thank God that we have a book that was God breathed, not just uh, God using man to write it down, but God literally breathed into the ears of the man. And the, God is all powerful, isn't he? I mean, if he can use somebody like me, he can use anybody. So here the word of God came to Jeremiah, saying, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, arise, go down to the potter's house. He's saying, get up and go. Go where? The potter's house. What is the potter's house? The potter's, we're in the potter's house this evening, amen? And you're doing exactly what the Bible asks you to do, is come down to the potter's house. You notice that's a command. It's not a suggestion. He's saying, come down to the potter's house. Get down here. Get into church. If, you, if you're backslidden, get into church. You need what's being preached in the potter's house, amen? If you know anything about pottery at all, you start with a, a, a clump of dirt, Amen? I'm getting way ahead of myself. Let's go back into the word. He goes in. Uh, it, he goes in uh, there. I, I will cause thee to hear my words. I love that. He says, "I will cause you to hear God's word." 
So you don't come here just to hear the preaching. You come here to be spoke to by God. This is the potter's house. He's, you, you come here to let God speak to you. Amen. Amen. You come here to let God touch your heart and let God move you and to, for God to change you in some way, shape, or form. When I first got saved, I hated it when preachers stepped on my toes. But after I grew as a Christian, I get to where I wanted preachers to step on my toes. I needed preachers to step on my toe because I knew I had some room to grow. If, if you get convicted in the service, you've got room to grow. And I think we all have room to grow. I don't care how old you are, how, how young you are, there's still room to grow. Amen? Because, uh, we're commanded to come down to the potter's house. And we see that Jeremiah said, And then I went down to the potter's house. And behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. So he went to church. And then he saw the work. A church isn't just form out of dust like we are, like God made us as Adam. A church is work. And he created us to work his work. He wants us to be his hands, be his feet. He wants us to tell others about Jesus Christ, amen? He wants us to win others to Jesus. Why? Because we're commanded to go down to the potter's house, and there he performed a work. Now, it's not us that does it, but he uses us. But he needs willing vessels. A vessel, like the glass of water that the young man spilled earlier. <laughs> I love it. Now I can give him a hard time, Amen. This is a vessel. It holds water. Our vessels hold the word of God that we can take throughout to whosoever will. You know, when the Bible says whosoever will, it means you've got to have something in it. You've got to have a will to want it. And everybody has faith. It's just how you apply it in your life. So, uh, he says, I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the... Now, notice that last word, wheels, plural. What is the wheels? Well, the wheels is your life. It's your life. Because God is working in each and every one of our lives. Amen? If God's not working in your life this evening... Are you his? Do you know that you know? Do you grow when you come to church? Boy, when I, I my first few years as a Christian, I, 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 I started growing and uh, I thought Sundays were, Sunday mornings was just the cat's meow. I didn't go to church Sunday night or Wednesday night. But then uh, there was a, a Christmas play Yvette Spencer was the one putting it on. Now, I'm a graphic artist at heart. And uh, I sat there and I had a conversation with God. And I said, God, should I ask them to build the, the backdrops? Maybe they have backdrops for the play. I don't know. So a couple weeks went by and I went up to Yvette and I said, do you have any backdrops for your Christmas play? Now, this was on South Sycamore. A lot of you don't remember that building. <laughs> a lot of you never knew it existed. <laughs> but uh, uh, 
she said no. And I asked her if I could build the backdrops. And she, uh, they let me come in in the evenings and, and with my paints and with my artistry. I, I showed them a Christmas card. I wanted to model it after, and they all agreed. And, and boy, I found a, a, sitting down in that basement working on it all by myself, just me, God, and my paints. Now, I didn't get high on the paints, believe you me. But I got high on God. I come out of there a changed man just by serving, just by working for God. And I didn't want accl- acclimates. I didn't want somebody, look what he did. No, I, I just, I ended up running the light system and everything while, during the play. And one of my memories is best reaching under the heater to change a light. And <laughs> I, got, I got a shock. <laughs> And uh, it was interesting, and, uh, but uh, it, we had a great time, and boy, I felt a surge of growth, and I started going Sunday morning, Sunday night, and it was going really well, and all of a sudden, my friends started leaving me. I didn't want my friends to leave me. It, it, it hurt because they were leaving. Why were they leaving? Because I was changing. And it was interesting because uh, I felt myself slipping during the week and I thought oh I made so much ground in my spiritual walk and then I heard you know Wednesday night service that should be the ticket so I started going Sunday morning Sunday night and Wednesday night that was just enough to bump me over to the weekend and that made a big difference in my life I want to encourage you to come down to the potter's house when the doors are open amen Every time these doors squeak, you should be here. I don't care if the maid's just cleaning it. <laughs> uh, we ought to be here. But God is good. I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels of many lives. I hope he's changing you today. I, I hope he's altering you every service you come here. I hope he's altering you in your devotional time. And you should be having a devotional time. That little private time with God. That little time with just you and him and whatever's around you. Boy, I I find it in the morning the best because the world just hasn't gotten wound up yet. If we wait too late, guess what happens? The phone starts ringing and everything starts happening. Let's put it away. (laughs) Uh, So um, let me go on here. And the vessel that was made of clay, does that describe us? Are we made of clay? We are. We're just a bunch of dirt bags, aren't we? I mean, really, if you think about it, we're just a bunch of dirt bags that God wants to use for his glory and his honor. Because that's why he saved me is so I could serve him. And that's why he saved you. He goes, but I can't do anything. Baloney. As one preacher said, pass the bread, the baloney's been around, amen? Because you can serve him any way, shape, or form. You've got a talent that God can use. You just need to look for it. See, when I got saved, I started coming, I explained all that, and all of a sudden my brother-in-law was driving the Sunday school bus. And guess what he asked me to do? To get into the bus ministry with him. So I got into the bus ministry with him. And I fell in love. 
I fell in love with those ragamuffin kids, amen? We were running a 40 on my, we'd have contests on, see how many, how many we could get on each bus. And we just had a riot with it. One time I got a pie in my face because I was three short. But it was all for Jesus, amen? And it was all for the work of God. And I'm, a, I'm just a clay vessel that Jesus wants to use. And so are you. He goes, and the vessel of, uh, that was made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. Now, what is that marred? What is marred? Well, it's the sin that you and I each have within us. You see, I'm saved by grace, and, uh, uh, but d- am I perfect? <laughs> oh, I wish I was. <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. We all have sin within us. And it's a daily battle. I'm in the Lord's army, amen? And guess what I got to fight? This flesh. It's a battle daily. It's something you need to be in prayer about. It's something you need to, to walk about. It, you, you need to walk circumspectly. I like that what the teenager said when they came back. Get serious about your Christianity. Because it is a serious thing. The ministry is serious. It isn't just coming and playing church like a lot of people play church. We need to come here and meet business. I loved it this morning. I pulled out, I, I'm uh, six-tenths of a mile this way from here. And we pulled out this morning and here come the Sunday school bus. And Eric is driving that thing. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we honk and wave at him. Uh, I've been in the bus ministry at Eastside for 11 years. And I loved every minute of it. I preached junior church for eight of those years. And that's where I cut my teeth on preaching. And I loved every minute of it. I had little, little boys called to preach and little girls confessing all kinds of stuff. It was just amazing. And uh, I, I had so much fun with it. I want to encourage you to do the same thing. But, but the clay was marred in the, in the hand of the potter. So we each have sin within us. As God works that wheel in each and every one of us, he's, it spins around. What's the center of that wheel? There's an axle there, right? That axle, if, if that wheel is off of the axle in any way, shape, or form, what happens to that wheel? It's going to dance, it's going to fall, it's going to twist all around and just go every. Does that ever feel like your life? Does it feel like your life is just spinning around and you're going nowhere? See, when we let go and let God be the center of our life, everything goes smoothly. But when the clay gets put on there and he starts, uh, I, I love this illustration, because the potter takes the clay. The, now, who's the potter? God. God's the potter. He takes the clay and he starts molding it. And he starts molding it. And he starts molding it. Now, if you ever worked with clay, you know it, it, it takes strong hands and it takes a long time to, to mold that clay into something pliable to build a vessel for the finer. And he takes that clay and he'll go slam it onto the ground and he'll pick it up and pound it again and start molding it and then he'll slam it back on the ground he goes what in the world is he doing to that clay well he's trying to get the air out of it he's trying to get the dirt chunks out of it the mar the sin that's within each one of us you ever feel like God has ever slammed you to the ground 
You ever feel like you've been just rocked, your world has been rocked? Well, why? There's got to be a reason why. Maybe it's to make you better. Maybe you've got something in your life that needs to be pulled out. That little chunk of sin, maybe it's lust, maybe it's greed, maybe it's, it's the wrong desires. See, there, there's all kinds of dirt inside a chunk of clay. And it takes the potter to get rid of it. And, you, and if God said to go down to the potter's house, God's house, then we should be here. Why? Because we all have dirt in us. We all have Amar within us that God needs to work out. And he'll work on it, and he'll work on it, and he'll say he's a patient God, amen? Thank God for that. And he will work on it, and he will keep working on it. And then if, he, if time goes on, and he can't get, seem to get any further, every time he pulls out another chunk, two more appear, uh, he'll say, I'm tired of working on this. Now, he doesn't throw you away. He'll put you up on the shelf and say, I'll come back to you later. You ever feel like God has put you on a shelf? That you're not quite going to be used of God yet? Maybe some of us would prefer that. But that doesn't glorify and honor our Savior. After all, he's done for me. After all, he's done for you. See, I don't think we look at it close enough. At what exactly Jesus has done for us. I think Easter should come around more often or the crucifixion. We ought to study it more often to see what Christ went through for you and for me. How he was scourged. How many like to go through a scourging post like Jesus did? I tell you, over and over again uh, in the Old Testament, they, uh, the, the leaders wanted to fall into the hand of God and not to the hand of man. Why? Because man is cruel. Man is evil. Our, our hearts are desperately wicked. Who can know it? Why do you think we need to be in this book? Why do you think we need to be in the potter's house? Because we cannot take those chunks out ourselves. We know they're there, believe you me. But we need God to pull them out. And that's what this place is here for. That's why uh, Pastor Henry was the my first preacher I knew in this church. He's the one that baptized me. On South Sycamore. I remember the day we moved everything out of South Sycamore, moved it up to North Sycamore. See, Eastside, I still consider it my home church. But most of you don't even know who I am. So I went to Hiles Anderson College and it took, I squeezed uh, four years into seven. <laughs> I, I had to work. I had to, uh, so uh, it took me seven years to do a four-year course. And uh, I get into the ministry, and uh, I find, uh, I get called up by this guy, and he'll say, I, I'm here to help small churches. I go, oh, come on in and help us out. He goes, tell me a little bit about you. I go, I'm a high graduate. And I hear, click, click. <laughs> Hello? Well, Hiles Anderson gets a bad rap. Because Dr. Hiles was such a, an uh, old school preacher. He ran the college old school. Uh, you either failed in college so you wouldn't fail in the ministry. 
they tried you and tested you as God does our life on the wheel. Because the, the potter will get that wheel spinning and spinning and spinning and he'll think he's got that clay just perfect and he's, he's making a real nice pot and all of a sudden he hits a chunk of dirt and he pulls it out and starts all over again. Boy, that felt like my life when I first started reading this, this scripture. I just said, man, Lord, that, that talks of me. And I'm sure you can relate to it too because every one of us is a sinner. Amen? Not a one of us has arrived yet. And if, if you think you have, you've passed, the, you've passed the gate. He said, what, what's so exciting is that in verse 4, it says, and the vessel that, that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again, another vessel. Oh, thank God for that. I don't know how many times I've failed him. I don't know how many times I've turned around and said, Lord, help me. And uh, I've failed you here in this area. He just says, don't worry, I'll, I'll just make you another vessel. He's a God of many chances. Not just one, not just two. He knows what we're made out of. He knows that the dirt we're made out of is nothing. And he wants our soul to look to him for all our needs, everything. The preacher, uh, Dr. Hiles, used to say, I would ask God which direction he'd have me go to the church today. Now, that's not a bad idea. Because what he was looking for is somebody help along the way. To be Jesus to somebody else. To lead them to Christ. Uh, I've got what I call my dagger. Do you have one? Do you have a dagger? This is my dagger. This is my sword. I take my dagger everywhere I go. And I will not, except for when I get a shirt that don't have a pocket. I hate that. I need this pocket because it carries my dagger. Because I know what I'm made out of. I know I'll get that up to somebody and the Holy Spirit will say, hey, you know, you should witness to this guy. And I go, <laughs> you ever do that? <laughs> but you should do it. I've said no, and I've said yes. I've been all the way around the block, amen? But God still will never leave me nor forsake me. And nor will he you. Because we are his children. Oh, I love that. Don't you love being adopted into God's family? Don't you love being a a, a part of what God has in the entire universe? Just think of that. You are a part of it if you are a born again Christian. But if you're not, I'll pray for you. Because there's some place a lot hotter than you'd ever want to go. And then number five says, then the word of the Lord came to me saying, now when God speaks, we ought to listen, amen? We need to tune our ears in when God speaks. He says, oh, house of Israel, 
cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. Oh, man. I don't like spankings, but you know what? If, the Lord, if I got one coming from the Lord, it's due. Amen? I remember my dad when we were little we would do something wrong. It was always me and my little brother. <clears throat> and he would always beat me to the door and I would get the boot. I would, my dad would almost kick me through the roof. And a few times I'd beat my brother and I would look behind me and see him go, poing. <laughs> but we deserved it. Amen? When, uh, when God has to make us another vessel, it's because we deserve to be made another vessel. And it never feels good because he's got to remold, repress, re-slam it to the ground until God gets his way. Do you want God to have his way in your life? Or do you like the, I like to call it the woodshed. (laughs) Uh, None of us like the woodshed. So we need to stay in the potter's house as often as we can. We need to stay in the book. Amen? Because when God speaks, he means what he's saying. And uh, I'm so looking forward to, uh, to when Jesus returns. Amen? I-, I hope you are too. I remember having this bus worker that would tell me that he doesn't want Jesus to come back because... He wants to get married. He wants to have children. And I say, I look at him and go, heaven's a whole lot better than this place. (laughs) Uh, Why? Because see these things? I used to never have to wear them. Where is everybody? (laughs) Uh, I have to wear these stupid glasses now because I can't see where the hill of beans. And uh, I I can't walk like I used to. And uh, now I got this, my deacon calls it a, Food baby. (laughs) I go, well, I don't eat that much. But I weigh more than I should because our bodies are God's. We got to be very careful how we walk in this world, how we talk. Because what comes out of your mouth will go in the ears of everybody around you and that'll... That's a big measuring stick. That'll tell, tell them exactly what you're made out of. If you're made out of Jesus Christ, guess what, what, guess what should come out of your mouth? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. We, we ought to be praising God every time we turn around. Because you know where we could be heading. I'm glad the potter made it over again. And those that's sitting on the shelf, they're just there temporarily. See, God wants your will. Say, whosoever will, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He wants our will and way in this life. And uh, I want him to have my will. I want his desires, not mine.
Where are we sitting at today? Are we saying, well, God, I don't want it like you want it. I want it my way. Well, that's that chunk of dirt that needs to be removed. That's that, that's that little piece that needs to be taken out. Because we don't want too many of those because you'll end up on the shelf. But what is our life in this world? A vapor to God. We just have a short time here. I have a lot shorter time than these two here <laughs> because I'm old. <laughs> so you serve God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Don't let the devil take you out. I've had some preacher friends my age let the devil take them out. And it grieves me. Oh, house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter? Will you let God mold you and make you? Will you let him pull all those dirt chunks out of you, all that sin? But it, it takes a willing vessel. It takes a willing piece of dirt <laughs> to do that. That's why he wants our will. You, my goal is to grow until Jesus takes me home because I'll never arrive here, amen, in this flesh. I'll only arrive when I look in my Savior's face and hear those words, well done, now, good and faithful servant. Well, I hope I hear those words. I wish I could say that emphatically, yes, I am. I think I will. God can make me over again any day. Will you let him? Let's bow our heads and close our eyes. We want to encourage you to visit our website at eastsidesf.com.